0: Welcome to Winning on Main Street. My name is Gordon Henry, and thanks for joining us. At Winning on Main Street, we speak almost every week with great entrepreneurs whose businesses help power the American economy. This week, we are, of course, all dealing with a terrible coronavirus pandemic that has gripped the United States and countries around the world. And so instead of our usual program, we're gonna be speaking with some small business owners who have found ways to adapt to the current pandemic and how they're continuing to build their business despite the difficult situation so many businesses face right now. We'll also be sharing some up-to-the-minute data from a survey we conducted with America's SBDC, that's the Small Business Development Centers, on how small businesses are handling the crisis. But first, we're gonna be speaking with Deborah Emke, Debra owns and runs a shop called Essentially Well Oiled. It's a gift shop, kind of a specialty store, in Colden, New York, 30 miles south of Buffalo. Welcome, Debra.
1: Hi, how are you today?
0: Doing great. Uh, thanks for taking the time to join us, Debra. So just to kick this off, um, why don't you tell us what does Essentially Well Oil do? Essentially Well Oiled.
1: let's see, I have about... 14 different people that I represent in my store here, anywhere from honey to maple syrup to jewelry to jellies to salsas, um, coffees, organic coffees, organic teas, um, things to help you with aromatherapy. I have diffusers. Uh, my biggest product that I have in my store are my chocolates that I make in my store here that I infuse with essential oils. I use mm. a Vitality Great Essential Oil, yes. So basically you're getting a sweet treat along with a therapeutic benefit.
0: Sounds delicious. Uh, and how they long are. have you been doing this? How long How long has the company or the business been around?
1: I, I started Essentially Well-Oiled about three years ago, but I didn't open up my brick and mortar store until February of 2019. And then um, I started doing the chocolates in August of 2019. And so far... They seem to be a big hit in, in the area. I actually was just putting an order together to go out to Palisades, New York.
0: Sounds good. So, so uh, you had an online business and then you moved into brick and mortar. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, you know, we were just talking about how this – Coronavirus crisis has impacted businesses all over the United States. And here you are near Buffalo, New York, so 30 miles south, and it's impacted your business. Tell us, how has the crisis impacted you?
1: Um, it's, I think a lot of people are nervous to, to come out, to come into the store, but my store is open. I allow two people to come into my store at most, but I've also added some benefits things through my uh, website so people can order that way or they can use Facebook or they can use Instagram. I want—I don't want to shut my store down. I want people to know that I'm here for them. I want people to know that I'm here to help them out in any way possible.
0: Got it. And at the same time, you're running your online business. So you've had the online business yes. running all the time and now you've got, uh, I guess you're saying up to two people in the store at any one time. Um, yes. The brick and mortar, right. Yeah. So how have you adapted? I understand you've been using your Thrive technology, some of your CRM technology to do some interesting and innovative things.
1: Yes. Well, what I've done is I've, ordered, I've offered um, free shipping. Everybody loves free shipping. And the other thing that I put on my Facebook page is that if you live within a 20-mile radius, I will, deliver, I will deliver to you with a $20 minimum purchase.
0: How have people responded to that offer?
1: It's starting to pick up. My website now is starting to, you know, frequent more and more. Uh, Thrive has been a real asset to me. I have a beautiful website and I invite people to come check it out to see what I do have. It's essentially welloiledny.com.
0: Great. And yeah. how have you gotten the word out to people about the delivery service and the free shipping? Um, have you sent them notifications or? Uh, you said you mentioned your Facebook page. How, how how have you gotten the word out?
1: I've I've sent people notifications. I've also used. Um... Our, the paper, the local paper, we have a local penny saver. We have a Springville Times, a penny saver. I put um, advertisement in there. My advertising, I'm going to keep, still keep going so people know that I'm out here, make people aware of what's going on. I change it every week. So, you know, if I'm adding something, it's there so people do see it. Facebook, Instagram, those work wonders. And I also use Google plus word of mouth.
0: I'm just curious. When people do come in the store now, you said two two at a time is your max. Um, mm-hmm. Are they uh, do they appear nervous or concerned? Or do people joke about it? What, what's the what's the you know tenor of the discussions?
1: When they come in here, I try to make them feel at ease. I let them know that I have hand sanitizer available. That I clean all my thing, my shelving, my my pens, my countertop. I have a very sanitary place I have diffusers running in here that I use a, a thieves essential oil and a sage essential oil in my store going constantly here um, I try to make them feel welcome I, I you know I offer them a taste of my chocolates I have tongs to so they can you know they feel at ease when they come in here to do that I I try to make people not feel nervous don't think about what's going on in the world right now think about what's going on in your life at the present time um how you feel when you come in here
0: right right um through your uh database you you you've got a list of customers i i believe have you tried to send out any kind of notifications to customers telling them about the free shipping or the delivery
1: Thanks to um, Amanda Vick, who's with Thrive. She's been helping me set up campaigns so I can send them out through an email. And uh, hopefully at that point in time, people are, you know, I have had people tell me that they have gotten my emails.
0: Great. That's excellent. Yeah, I think it's there's so much information going to people right now. I'm sure your inbox, my inbox, you know, just every company you do business with, is telling you kind of how they're handling this crisis and uh, right. while it, well it can be a little overwhelming it, it is sort of reassuring to know that people are on top of it uh, and so for you being a local business uh, you're gonna stand out probably uh, more than the big companies that are sending people emails so um, I'm sure that's welcome you know that people know you're you're kind of on top of it and that you're offering these great services
1: I do. And I also tell them, too, if you don't feel comfortable coming into my store, I have curbside pickup. You can, you know, send me a text, make a phone call to me, and I will meet you outside in front of my store. I don't have a problem doing that for anybody. Um, If you want me to take a picture of something in my store and shoot it to you of what I have available, any way I can help you out to make you feel more comfortable, that's what I want to do.
0: Right. That's great. So Deborah, just like dollars and cents, I mean, do you feel, have you, have you felt an impact in these first, you know, three or four weeks that this crisis has been going on and is business down?
1: Um, I can honestly say no. I think that being that the products that I have in my store, being a wellness store, a good portion of my products, people are still coming in here. Um, I've actually I have added CBD drinks to my list of products that I have in my store and people are very intrigued by that plus who doesn't like chocolates
0: <laughs> That's true <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So what do you see as sort of the next steps now that you've you know been through this period do, do any additional changes do you expect to make you're just taking week by week
1: I actually am doing, I'm starting up, I just sent out a, um, posted a first package deal. I'm going to do package deals, four different package deals, which will include free shipping. It also will give a discount to some of the products that are in my store. I'm just going to take things day by day. I'm not going to, you know, get myself in an uproar and worry about things. I'm just going to take things day by day and we'll see what happens as time goes on.
0: That's a great attitude. I uh Wish you all the best with uh, what's going on right now. Uh, any last words for our listeners before I let you go?
1: I just want to tell people to be safe, think positive. The next couple months, we'll all be outside enjoying the sunshine and being back to our normal life.
0: Yeah, let's hope so. Well, thanks yes. for uh, those those kind words and for sharing your story with us here on Winning on Main Street. We've been speaking with Deborah Emke, who runs uh, Essentially Well-Oiled, the gift shop in cold in new york sounds like she has some great chocolates and other items up there Uh, so thank you deborah again for your time today
1: you're welcome have a great day
0: we'll be right back with uh, our survey results about how coronavirus is impacting businesses around the united states as well as other stories from great entrepreneurs who are managing to handle this crisis in such a positive way like deborah thanks again deborah
2: This episode of Winning on Main Street
3: is brought to you by Thrive, the end-to-end client experience platform that includes everything small business owners need to meet their customers' expectations. Thrive's award-winning and fully mobile interface delivers technology previously reserved for big business to the fingertips of small business owners nationwide. Thrive's built specifically for small business, but there's nothing small about what it can do. Thrive handles your entire customer experience, helping business owners reach more customers, stay organized, get paid faster, and generate online reviews, all from a single device or screen. To learn more about Thrive, visit winningonmainstreet.com and click on Get a Demo. When it comes to software to run your business, there's no comparison. Check out Thrive today.
0: So we are back from our break, and I am excited now for the next portion of our program here to be introducing Alan Travers. Uh, Alan is the head of research for Thrive, Inc., the company that uh, is our sponsor and produces the software Thrive uh, that helps small businesses communicate with their uh, customers and uh, Alan has just done some groundbreaking research on how this coronavirus is impacting small businesses, and we're going to be talking about it with him uh, right now. So, welcome, Alan. Thanks, Gordon. Good to be here. Uh, it's great to have you. So, Alan, um, you know, this coronavirus is impacting people all over the country in many different ways, but uh, I think your research was really pointing towards small businesses and how it's how it's impacting them. So uh, why don't you just tell us at a high level, uh, what did you find?
3: Well, I, I think everybody knows that small businesses are concerned. Really what this research does is it tells us how concerned they are and how things, how they are being impacted by this. So um, kind of really high level, what we found was that 82% were extremely concerned and almost everyone else was at least somewhat concerned. So um, a great deal of concern out there for the what's going on right
0: and you talk to businesses all over the country right this this sample i think you got over 800 responses right
3: correct yes and actually i was just looking at the state data a few minutes ago and we have every state except for hawaii and alaska looks like so yeah so it's really widespread
0: okay so let's dig into a a few of these details and, and what it's telling us about the level of concern that small businesses have i guess the most important thing you found was that they're seeing a huge decrease in demand, right? That the that, that demand Correct. for products and services is just sort of plummeted during this period. What did it say?
3: Yeah, what it said was um, we asked if they had seen a, a, a what had happened to the demand for their product or services, and they could have either said large decrease in demand, small decrease in demand, no change, small increase, or large increase. So, there were five choices. 69% said that they'd seen a large decrease. Another 18% said they'd seen a small decrease. So, a pretty severe downturn.
0: Yeah, that's and sudden, right? I mean, this is all- Exactly, yeah. You conducted this just
3: last week, right? Right, we we sent it, uh, the emails out Friday, and we got uh, we closed it Monday night. So yeah, okay. Now
0: that's what they've seen so far. What, what did it say about whether they expect demand to continue
3: to decline? Most of them do. Those that have uh, seen demand decline already, 60% said, yes, I think it's going to continue to decline a lot. And another 35% said, yes, they think it will continue to decline some. And then 4% said, I'm sorry, it's 5% said that uh, they didn't think it was going to decline anymore. So most are definitely planning on more decline. Right,
0: right. So uh, with all this decline in demand being seen and experienced and expected by small businesses virtually in all 50 states, um, what are they doing about it? What are, I think you asked about some of the reactions like uh,
3: cutting employee hours. Yeah. Um, so among that same group that has seen a decrease in demand, 64% said that they had cut employee hours and another 22% said that they hadn't done it yet, but they were uh, – felt like they were going to need to so mm-hmm. pretty, almost everybody so yeah it's big numbers
0: yeah very concerning and in terms of again how they're reacting uh i think you asked some questions about how, what they're planning for the future how they're going to react how they're going to respond uh in addition to decreasing their pl- employees a- hours what did you ask about plans
3: so one of the, one of the things that we asked was you know are are you doing anything now to um overcome the situation, the current situation. And they had several ideas. This was an open-ended question. And they had several ideas. Um, Some of them, some of the auto shops had instituted a key drop process. Um, You know, they're doing more things online. There was a church that said they had a a drive-through church that they started. So, um, there is some innovation going on um, with all this.
0: Right, right. I've heard, similarly, I've heard some uh, more encouraging stories like that where uh, uh, one gift shop that said they were for the first time now doing free shipping. They were also doing drive uh, deliveries if you live within 20 miles of the store. There's another pharmacy uh, that uh, talked about doing um, curbside, uh, a sort of distribution, not forcing people to get out of their car and go into the pharmacy where they maybe wouldn't feel comfortable because the you know, spread of the virus,
3: but re- they could
0: just get basically pick up their stuff at the curb.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I've heard of uh, florists doing that as well, the, the curbside pickup and extended yeah. delivery. So,
0: yeah. So in your study, Alan, um, you asked uh, some specific questions about uh, loans, right? Like whether the businesses uh, were planning to get a loan to expand or to uh, in, you know, invest in their business. What, what did it say about that?
3: Yeah, we did. Um, in terms of the planning, uh, what they're planning to do, um, we asked in the context of small business administration loans. Um, and for that, a lot of people said they probably weren't going to apply for those loans. 46% said unlikely. Um, but 33% said that they were very likely to to apply for those loans. So, um, I think there's definitely interest in that type of, uh, help. Yeah. Uh,
0: with this, gigantic government stimulus plan we've all been reading about the past couple of days, uh, a pretty big chunk of money going to small business. I, I assume that has to go in the form of a loan or a, or a grant. Uh, and so uh, in, in either case, the small business has to apply, right? So wouldn't we expect
3: those numbers right. to go- yeah i would i would gordon most of this data was collected friday before any of that had happened yet so i I would expect these numbers to go up that the number of people saying they're likely to apply for that type of program is going to go up yes right
0: right now i guess i should say now for people who are listening um alan's going to be conducting his well let me just ask you you're going to be doing this as a wave study right you're gonna you're gonna do additional
3: waves right that's correct yes we plan to do a few more waves of this to uh just kind of get a pulse and understand how the environment is changing over the next few weeks. Mm,
0: yeah, uh, that'll be really helpful. And I look forward to having you on again. One one more question. I think you asked about supply chain. You know, we've, we've all been following this week by week, this, this terrible, terrible virus and how it's impacting people in so many different ways. And of course, it started in China, and then it moved throughout the world, of course, hit, hitting the United States too. And Uh, for businesses that were sourcing stuff in China. I'm sure for a while that just dried up, uh, but maybe it's coming back online now. What What did the study say about supply chain impacts? Yeah, so
3: what we asked about was whether their business had been directly impacted, their suppliers have been affected, Um, both themselves and the suppliers or neither themselves nor their suppliers have been affected. So um, what we found was that 23% of the business said they had been directly affected. Um, 14% said their suppliers have been affected and 37% said um, both themselves and their suppliers. So, you know, basically 74% said they've been affected in one way or another.
0: Right. Yep. Pretty, pretty dramatic. Uh, Okay. So just looking ahead, uh, I mean, as you've been following the news, uh, you have any uh, predictions so we can hold you accountable next time we
3: talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, buy low, sell high. <laughs> How's that? Um, you know, I, it's it's so hard to say. I mean, you know, we've seen some data that says that once things get back to normal, it'll bounce back quickly. But it, it's it's so unprecedented; it's hard to say what's going to happen. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see. Right, and you expect to
0: have the next results uh, by uh, uh, beginning of next week.
3: Beginning of next week, yes.
0: Okay. Well, um, Alan, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, we don't often get to hear the statistical side of small business, and it's very interesting to hear your analysis of the survey results and what it's telling us about how small businesses are feeling uh, and what they're doing about this pandemic in terms of their uh, business operations. Thank you, Gordon. We're going to take a quick break now. We're going to hear from one of our partners, America's Small Business Development Centers. And uh, we'll be right back afterwards. We're gonna be speaking with another small business that uh, can tell us how uh, they are innovating uh, their services uh, to help consumers um, during this time of uh, crisis and pandemic. We'll be right back.
2: At America's SBDC Network, our mission is simple, to help businesses grow and succeed. Small business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs can go to their local SBDC for free face-to-face business consulting and at-cost training on business planning, accessing capital, marketing, regulatory compliance, technology development, international trade, and more. And SBDC clients get results. SBDC clients start a new business every 32 minutes They create a new job every 5.3 minutes and they make $100,000 in new sales every 8 minutes. No wonder more than 90% of SBDC clients recommend their services and give them an average 4.4 out of 5 stars. Successful and thriving small businesses are crucial to creating a prosperous economy and keeping the American dream alive visit us online at americasbdc.org or find your local center to get started on your path to success today
0: okay we're back from our break and i'm pleased to be able to introduce to uh, our listeners uh, ann marie Chiaffi. Anne marie uh, and her husband own a Col- Coltsneck pharmacy it's a pharmacy in colt's neck new jersey and just like everybody else, they're dealing with the impact of coronavirus on their uh, customers. And Anne Marie and her team have done some pretty innovative things uh, to help their customers deal with coronavirus and, particularly, the concern about infection and uh, getting the disease from too much interaction with other people. So, Anne Marie's here to tell us about some of the innovative things she and her team are doing to help their consumers uh, deal with crisis. Anne Marie?
4: Hi. Hi. Nice thanks to be for being here.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us and taking some time out of your, uh, I know it's a busy time for you. So tell us, what what changes have you made uh, in the business since uh, this, this all started?
4: Well, first is safety. So we're giving every customer that they're using, we're trying to not uh, have them use too much cash. So we're doing a lot of credit cards. So every customer gets, you know, an alcohol-soaked something to use it. We're also um, trying to deter people from coming into the store. So we do a lot of curbside pickup and that's where Thrive comes in. Very, very handy for us. It's been wonderful. Mm. We get notification through the website and um, that's it. I mean, they tell us when they're here through the website and we go out and bring them what they need and they're never walking into the store.
0: Have most of your uh, recent customers taking advantage of that about like how much how much how many of the customers have taken advantage of it would say
4: we we really um, started implementing it about a week and a half ago okay and uh, it wasn't it wasn't uh, we were getting one or two a day Mm. now um, it it seems to have picked up a lot more we're getting more requests through the website than we are even through uh, phone calls because it's much easier to just use the app Sure. You know, you press the button, it puts you right where you need to be, the message comes to us right away, Hmm. and we're able to communicate very easily.
0: Right. And um, what other types of uh, changes have you made? Uh, Anything around delivery? You mentioned to me uh, before the show something about delivery changes. We've
4: uh, hired a service called NJLS, it's New Jersey Hmm. Lawyer Services and they guarantee delivery of anything we send out within 24 hours so anywhere from north jersey to south jersey and uh, so we have people calling from all over new jersey and um we they all call it today and within 24 hours it's delivered to their doorstep
1: Hmm.
4: and we also do personal deliveries wherever we can you know as long as it's not too far because we are really low on staff right now
0: so right So, has this actually expanded your uh, region that you service?
4: Sadly, it has, you know, Mm -hmm. because everyone is, you know, they're looking for certain things. Like, for instance, uh, hand sanitizer. No one can get it. We're compounding our own.
1: Mm.
4: So, you know, word of mouth or through the website or Facebook page, they see that, you know, we have it and they'll call us. They're not gonna drive down to Colts Neck, of course, so we NJ- NJLS it up to them.
0: Oh, so, you know, we have kind of wondered on this show over the past couple of weeks as this all has unfolded. Uh, I mean, it's obviously such bad news for so many people in so many ways, but, mm-hmm. you know, when we all see the empty shelves at the grocery store and the need for all those essentials like hand sanitizer, toilet paper, et cetera, you know, there are businesses that are actually growing as a result of this, and it sounds like maybe yours is one of those.
4: Unfortunately, you know, pharmacies, this is the time that uh, everyone needs us.
0: Right, but, right. Um,
4: it is, and uh, but it's, it, you know, it's not easy. We're also putting ourselves at a lot of risk. Right. Especially with, you know, we went from 19 employees to four. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. Well, they're all afraid. They're all isolating. Thankfully, we haven't had anyone, you know, test positive or anything like that or get ill. Mm. But there, you know, I have a couple people that are older that are afraid. Some of them have predisposing. Um, yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Conditions. So, you know,
4: yeah. So, wow. You know, so, so 19 we're, we're to 4. Yeah. All day.
0: Huh. And, and what have you said to those, I guess, 15 who are no longer coming in? Are they... Um, are they trying to work from home or it's just not something you can do from home when they said they'll come back when yeah, everything's it's up,
4: really up. not. They're more counter help. You know, they mm-hmm. work in the store itself. And mm-hmm. so they can't, but, but you know, they're all coming back. They're just taking right. a little time while this is going on. I'm not bringing in anyone else. I, I, I'm afraid of actually, we've actually, you know, when they've told us they wanted to leave, we encourage them to go because we don't want anyone exposed. And, you know, people are sick come to the pharmacy now yeah. there's no way to know whether they have it or not so right. you're taking a chance and i'm not willing to take a chance with any of my employees you know
0: mm-hmm. sure uh do you um uh wear masks when you're in the pharmacy during the day or, or gloves what, how are you protecting
4: all we have um it's strictly enforced they have to wear masks gloves at all times And Mm -hmm. the six feet, we also have instituted the six foot personal space policy where, you know, even the the customers are six feet away from the cashier or from each other.
0: Mm. Wow.
4: Um,
0: Is there any kind of, uh, uh, I know there's no vaccine, but is there any any of these remedies we've been hearing about in the news that may potentially help with COVID-19? Uh, Are people seeking you out for any of those kinds of, uh, uh, you know, medications? People are
4: seeking it out every day, all day. And I'll tell you what's happened. We don't have it and we can't get it. Mm. We have uh, certain patients that are on it for other conditions. You know, Plaquenil or hydroxychloroquine Mm -hmm. is a commonly used medication for rheumatoid arthritis or for uh, lupus. Mm. And... And those patients are now having a hard time. I mean, we we've saved for them. We saved at least three months for the patients that we know come to us for it. But I can't get. I mean, it's it's you know it's like anything else when they announce it. Same thing with vitamin C.
1: Yeah.
4: Vitamin C and zinc are supposed to be you know what you should be taking now to keep your immunity up. Mm-hmm. I can't get vitamin C. I can't get mm-hmm. Tylenol. I can't get mm-hmm. zinc. Mm.
0: Hmm. Do you have any um, um, industry contacts who've said what you can expect over the next weeks or months? I mean, do you do you have any predictions for us in terms of the easing up of the? I know you don't know, you can't predict the virus, but about the easing up of the of the medications, they, will it get better in terms of
4: availability? I, I don't know anyone in the industry, but you know, just, just I'm, you know, all we can do is hope and. I think we'll be okay. I mean, everything just needs to catch up, just like anything else. As soon as people hear, they run out. They buy as much as they can. <laughs> we just need to let everyone, you know, gives everyone some time to just catch up with demand. But it right. will get there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, well, right I now, really.
4: Important thing is... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. 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 Please. Please continue. The important thing is that everyone isolates as much as possible. That's how we're going to destroy this virus is by just staying away for you know as long as it takes, but we need this to go away because it's hurting a lot of people yeah, absolutely and uh,
0: and by self quarantining or staying away, as you said, then those people who that's have right. it can get the treatment they need and yeah. can isolate, and then the rest of the population can be uh, yeah. safer yeah mm-hmm. Well, that's good advice, uh, hopefully uh, this will all get better. Uh, soon so yeah uh, I know you're terrifically busy I did not realize until you just told us that you were uh, down 15 employees so that's uh I'm sure, you're, yeah. I'm sure you're super busy um,
4: well, I think that's the same everywhere no matter you know who you speak to we have a lot of people people we know that also own pharmacies and everyone's in the same boat
0: same boat yeah yeah well yeah. thanks again for your time and uh, uh, for all you're doing to uh, help everybody through this crisis
4: Amory Thank you, thank you, and uh, it was nice talking to you.
0: Yes, and nice talking to you. Uh, So that was Anne-Marie Chiaffi of Colts Neck Pharmacy in Colts Neck, New Jersey, Um, a great entrepreneur who's really helping the uh, population of New Jersey, surrounding areas during this very difficult crisis. Um, So that's our show for today. Our American economy is built upon great entrepreneurs like Anne-Marie and her husband in Colts Neck, and we appreciate their time, sharing part of their story with us here on Winning on Main Street. Tune in next episode for more insights with another great entrepreneur. And for now, this is your host, Gordon Henry, signing off.